Hello and welcome to Two Angels and an Idiot. I'm the idiot, I'm Neil, and I'm here with Helen, and I'm here with Kim Kim, Kimothy. What we're going to do this week, or forever really, is take a look at different life issues through various different lenses, and the three lenses are around this table right now. I'm the idiot, if you haven't already worked that out, and then to my left is Helen, who will introduce herself. Hello, I'm Helen, and I... Um, feeling very curious about what will happen next. And I'm Kim, and I'm currently feeling like a passenger who has just dropped into a slightly intense situation, but I'm going to just ride it out and see what happens. So welcome, and this week we're going to be discussing... What are we going to be discussing? I don't know. What's on your list? What can we choose? Let's be well, enthusiastic okay, about the something. first one that came up was inner resources. What was that igniting in your souls right now? Mm. All your minds, all your bodies. What, the meaning of inner resources? Anything. Going deep straight in the spiritual stuff to the idiot, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, inner resources. Uh, integrity, I'd say. Springs to mind. It's my greatest inner resource, I think. Are we going with it? Yes. Me? Are we going to go with it? It was just the first one on my list. Seems like we are. <laughs> I'm in. And you've just launched into it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Chose it. Let's, let's just do it. Uh, okay. Yeah, inner resources. I think it's a broad subject. I why don't you give us the overview then? I think then? it's really interesting that you uh, described inner resources as a spiritual subject. Um, yes. Neil? I think so too. Because... We all need our inner resources to get through each and every day. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I went with integrity, I think. Because it's like, that is, I think that's my greatest inner resource. Because integrity mm. is shown not, you know, a lot of people will say, I've got integrity, when actually they might not have integrity. And it's showing that, you know, in all that, all that you do. What did you mean by inner resources? No, I was just leaving it very broad and open. But um, integrity is an interesting one, and you could do like quite a lot of podcasts just on that topic. Mm-hmm. Indeed. But, but that's yeah. It's okay, I'm going to change the title. I'm going to change the title to 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 an angel and two idiots. Now that's that's probably where we're at. <laughs> All right. So the idea of the pod, the idea of the podcast. Well, this is yeah, this is cool. The idea of it then is that we we launch into it, we'll pick a random subject then you get three different opinions and three different ideations behind that overall opinion and just for the backlog of where we are or the background of where we are as i said earlier i'm the idiot and clearly the two angels to my left and right are intuitive gifted people i would say and um i would be the counterweight not even counterweight that's probably the wrong thing to say i'm more like the Try and have an objective, reasoned outlook to it, whilst learning um, about my own spirituality, I guess. And a lot of this, a lot of the subject matter comes from um, channeled things that the ladies to my left and right discover or come up with, or intuitively feel. So, yeah, in answer to your question, I'm going with it. I'm going with it. My uh, my outlook on inner resources is integrity. What about yourself? 
Yeah, I think that inner resources is like resilience, isn't it? That's like, could be another word for it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm interested in boundaries being very high on my list and my learning. So yeah, I would put that in as a in a resource right now. Kimmy Kim Kim Kim. It's interesting, the first thing that sprung to mind at the mention of inner resources was imagining myself having a day, parenting, having to do a few other jobs, absolutely knackered, trying to get from survival to thrival and quite often feeling like I can't and then because life necessitates it suddenly I'm digging deep for my inner resources to pull out whether it be just pure energy to get through the day or whether it be thinking on my feet and problem solving so just those that bucket of magic that you have inside yourself that sometimes certainly I I'm unaware I don't believe I have and then when life necessitates it, suddenly things are pulling out of this bucket and they could be integrity, they could be boundaries, it could be inspiration, um, many different things. But I guess to sum up, being stronger than I feel. So in the resources, are they taught or are they, is it learned behaviour or is it is it experience-based? Do you have to go through the trials and tribulations to discover your own inner resources or it's something that can be emulated out there? Say from this, could the people, are you out there now listening to this thinking, oh, what are my inner resources? Um, because ours are going to be slightly different to anybody. Ours are entirely different now around this table. There's only three of us, but for everybody else. So is it a taught or learnt behaviour? Or is it something, is it developed mm. as from a young age and just gradually built up through the experiences of life? Or is it something that can be outwardly taught to to a newbie who say sh shy or withdrawn and you know not coping with life such as you know anxiety depression and things like medicalizing it a bit there but or is it a learned behavior hmm wow what 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 and i'm the idiot <laughs> <laughs> But which way would it go? I mean, if you're intuitively feeling it out, because that's, that's the idea the idea behind this as well. Is I like what um, Kim said about the bucket. It's almost like the tool, your toolkit. Like you have your tools, like the inner tool box. And what what do you need in each moment to resource you? And and it would be different. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that really spoke to me. What you said in that way. Um, and I had something come up around um, like sort of gathering your inner gold, like your, I think when you actually look deep, deeper at that, at that word in, in resources, it makes you actually look at, have to look at yourself and have more awareness, a deeper awareness of yourself, mm -hmm. which can, I think, only lead to and empowering and stronger place in yourself. Mm. I'll paraphrase a belief in yourself, a trust mm. that, that you have in your bucket what you need at any given time. Yeah. Um, Can you think of a situation where, like what Neil was saying about 
is it learned? Is it is there something from trial and tribulations or? And it, yeah, the, the reason I threw that in there is because thinking of children, mm-hmm. you know, is it something you can impart to your children mm-hmm. to have those in a resource and how? And I mean, I suppose it comes naturally being a mum that that's a natural course of action if you you know care for your child and have empathy and, Absolutely. and that look to give. Absolutely, if you're lucky but... enough to be bonded and feel that drive to keep your child alive and thriving. Um, Interestingly, I was going to say, um, having children is by no means the only way to get in touch with your inner resources, but they demand that you do. There's a... Step up. Yeah, absolutely. I'm also quite interested in the word resource. So, to resource, to source something, to find something. To Mm. resource it, to keep finding it again and again. Something that you choose or you don't choose on a conscious indeed. level. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. Um, I would say challenge is probably one of the greatest teachers of inner resources. Without challenge, you might not have, one might not have had the opportunity to find out what one's got inside. And I know that I've been in a place where I've not been ready to be challenged and learn really what my resources, the potential of my resources could be. So what do you do instead? What's the effect if you're not ready for that? Um, is that you live a small, smaller life, mm. tighter life, like a, like a, you know, we're talking about peripheral vision, mm-hmm. uh, like there's no, you know, it's just, it's quite blinkered, it's quite, yeah, and, and, I think a lot of, I see a lot of people choose that, you know, we're in that and can't get out of that and we're in that loop of, um, I'm fine, which I've done, <laughs> I've done that, sorry, no, I've done that, <laughs> totally owning that, yes, everything's fine, everything's great, <laughs> ah, yes, smile, <laughs> smiling at all, you have a roof over your head, so, yeah, la la la. Big smiles, big I, smiles. This is what you, you know, you don't deserve anymore, ah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um. <clears throat> Yeah, the difference of when you really have the courage, only it takes a lot of courage to really delve in and and see what gold and what resource and, you know, what power we all have to mm-hmm. change our lives for the, in a positive way. In fact, getting out of your own way. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I'd, I'd say as well to a degree about recognizing the wins, recognizing when you've dug into your own your own resources, and Absolutely. how the, how and recognizing the positive impacts that's had on your circumstances or your life around you or others around you, and then building on that going forward. Because it's very easy to get knocked, especially in today's society, it's very easy to get knocked back repeatedly, and to not. And then to lose sight of the, 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 the small wins perhaps that you've got in your past, which, which might feel like baby steps, but actually, you know, building up, they're quite leaps and bounds in the end. But the knocks always seem to, as they say, don't they, shit sticks. And psychologically that's true as well, that the things that knock you back. Yeah. They say what doesn't, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger, don't they? Was that, is that the saying? The people that say these things say that, yes. Yeah, the true. people that say these things say that. What doesn't kill us <laughs> makes us stronger. <laughs> what does that even mean? Um, <laughs> yeah, so in the resources then is um, 
highly perceptive to the individual, I would say, and then imparted through familial relational dynamics, I would also say. Um, so, for example, the three different perceptions of what an enemy source is. There are many, there's clearly many, it's not an exhaustive list, is there? But if you recognise your own strongest inner resource, which we all identified what ours were, um, there's definitely a lesson in there somewhere, I would say. Yes, well, when, it, when you say we've all identified our strongest, not entirely, when I say boundaries, it's because I'd really like that to be my strongest. <laughs> I'm really learning mm-hmm. on the boundary front, um, yes. And my youngest child is my greatest teacher of that resource. <laughs> I would like to grow. How does he teach that to you? How does he impart um, that to you? By pushing my boundaries and pushing me into a place of, like you said, integrity actually. And, and um, getting to a stage where I was literally saying to them, if I allow you to be like that and treat me like that, then you, you know you will go into the world and treat others like that, and you will not. You will be miserable. So why am I allowing you to treat me in that way and get away with that? So I'm like, okay, I have a choice. And I think what happened is I'd let let things go. So I suddenly got to a point where I'm like. Breathe. I don't want. I don't want this. Breathe. Yeah, like breathe. I just say that a lot. I find sometimes when like. But that works, breathe. isn't it? You often need that that little reminder in your head to, to yeah because I'm I'm you know I'm guilty of that that not breathing thing, and I have to be reminded to not literally day to day. You know I'd be dead, wouldn't I? But you know doing exercise or whatnot or um, therapeutics. You know. Yeah. To, reminded to breathe is an important factor. It's a good inner resource, I would mm. say. And it, and it gives you a moment. It gives you a moment, doesn't it? That's the key. It yeah. gives you a moment. To Count, step it's like back. counting down from ten yeah. to zero. And to step back and you react. resource. And yeah, step resource. back and resource. Like find your source, the your, your the the soul you. I can't think of the word. Mm-hmm. It's not what I'm trying. Essence of what would really help you in that moment. Also, perhaps not being reliant on just it being you, yourself, as an individual, but again, going to the source that these are universally available to us. There is a great big, huge stock of everything that we need in the energetosphere. Yeah. And we can draw on that. We haven't just simply... If you listen to this, please don't Google that word. (laughs) Energetosphere. No, but you can write to Wikipedia what it means if you... uh, Yeah. It's now a word. It's now a word. Essay on on, on it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a sphere sphere of energy. So it's an energetic, influential sphere. It's It's a good word. From the pool of all that is. Um... Yes, sometimes we might not have it in within ourselves, but definitely I think if you, one feels a connection to all that is in the universe. Would you call that source? Yes, I would. Hence, arriving at this mm. incredible inspiration. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so sometimes we need to, we can reach sort of beyond ourselves. We might, we might not be able to have it but we can dig deeper and bring it in and up and through us 
And it also just occurred to me as you were speaking that I said earlier that challenge is a great teacher of resources, but also so is love. An incredible way of um, giving access to those inner resources, whether it be on the boundaries line of creating a healthy love, or yes. whether it be just simply loving someone or something, it could just be writing or art or a child, a mother or a lover, um, that that inspires you to dig deep and, and bring more out of yourself well, it, than the day-to-day -day mundane basic level. Well, it should, shouldn't it? It, it should, and it can, and it ought to. But it doesn't always. Yeah. Point. Yeah, that's the thing. Is that <clears throat> is that it's not like um, it's not it's not a naive look because that is how it should be. I mean, we are humans, and our and our base line should be love because that's where we've come from. Mm -hmm. If if you believe in that we come from source, whether that's God or, or, or whatever or universe galactic central you know whatever it whatever whatever your belief system in, in your within your culture or what what have you is but that's my train of thought there but what <laughs> getting nodded at I'm getting encouraged no, I'm like, nodded at going, I'm like, oh god I've got breathe. really into you myself you need to breathe I need to breathe thank you <laughs> it's about recentering <sighs> and being in the present centering and being in the present yeah for a second so and that's 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 one of the that's one of the other like going along that strand is that there's got to be a, a a start point because everyone's got um, their different ideation of what love is and we all live in separate different realities really and often you can meet someone that's had in the same reality as yourself. Um, but I would say nine times out of ten, that's that's probably a rarity. So it's my point there is it's more of a question than anything else. Where would people start? What's the start point? If they're just angry at life, and you know, the society these days has gone to rats, but and it has, you know, that's factual and objective. So where would they start if they feel there's nothing to gain? What's their start point? How would they find them in a resource? Because we 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 acknowledge that we understand it within our own realities yeah. and our own constructs of where our inner resource, our best inner resource is. Yeah. I don't know, I'd say if anyone's listening to this that do that, find one thing, stick to it and build on that. What, what would you guys say? Wasn't that, that programme around, does it make Slough happy or something? There was something about what the happiness and how you create. Yeah. And it was like really simple things like grow a plant or you know, sing with people together in a choir or, you know. And I think, yeah, you're right that what's happening with society, we're getting more and more isolated. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, of course, it's like some people are like, men of resources, what? I'm just in survival mode. Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? So, yeah, sometimes even if, like, that breath thing is, like, so powerful, <laughs> start with that, literally. And, and what I do a lot with Kimmy and the boys, don't we? We literally, you know, we're saying in the moment we're like, breathe up to the sky and down to the earth. And even if you don't do it, you're just looking like, what? It just brings you out of what, you know, it just brings you into a place where you might, even if for a millisecond, change the energy enough to think 
something, a thought come in that's not to become present, despairing, and yeah, to become present and to become present. Interestingly, I picked up there when you said um, grow a plant or join a choir, <laughs> and both of those things are connection. Yeah, and I said earlier exactly. about having a sense of connection to the universe, yeah. whether that be a plant that you're growing, your connection requires a fantastic way of feeling connected um, and a great leveller. It doesn't matter who anybody is, when your voices all merge together, you are connected and you bypass all your biases and any ridiculous ideas you have in your head about people and what they should or shouldn't be. But yeah, I think connection and not feeling isolated is key, in fact. So this, yeah. So to discover your inner resources, start small. Would you agree with that Absolutely. statement? Start small. Always. Make make connections. Whether that be just simply a connection to yourself. I think grounded, being like <coughs> we talked about being grounded like mm. that. All these things are make are bringing you grounded into your body and out of a out of your head and mm-hmm. and the stuff that's holding you back or like that you're struggling with it, it which all... are often illusions yeah so i think that's yeah so all these things it's like fe- feeling more grounded your feet are on the earth you're clearer in your mind body and soul that's for me what grounded is it's like on many levels not just clear mind mm. it's like they're all linked and in a sense of like, vroom, like, vroom, like arriving, steady, just and I think even if you, yeah, and I think the trouble is people are like, well, I have to do all this, I have to climb this mountain and get really high, and then I'm enlightened, and then I'm like, you know, it's like no, it's so simple, and I think then there's not so much judgment on ourselves that we have to reach this before absolutely, and as as you mentioned earlier. Um, about recognising your little wins I think is really, really important yeah, um, yeah. and in fact I, I and an ex-boyfriend of mine that we're still very good friends were both in quite deep holes and we started to coach each other to get out rather than both saying poor me and winding down we coached each other to come out of our holes and and one of his really strong things he kept on saying was you know recognize the little wins even if it's like yay i clean my teeth <laughs> and i'm really celebrating yeah. that got like, out of bed yeah yeah i've got both feet on the floor i'm a winner like gratitude really isn't it it's like gratitude for like yeah, I used to do that. I used to write, it was really interesting, like five things I was grateful for. And I, at the beginning I was like, well, I've got to think of really big, you know, what, nothing really happened. And then it's, this, yeah, it was yeah. exactly that. It's like, I'm just Practice. grateful that someone looked at me <laughs> in the eyes today and made contact in some, you know, a connection, as small as it was. It's like really noticing. And then maybe the one of the stuff. most powerful ones um, is, is being grateful to yourself grateful to yourself for cleaning your teeth that morning, for making your bed that morning when you get into it, like whatever it is, grateful for yourself to, for hanging on in there and still being with yourself. It's powerful, I think. There's a, there's a, for me, there's a car, like I do believe in karma. Um, and there's a, so if you, if you're listening to this and you're going out today to the shops, um, say to Tesco's or what, we'll plug in, but if you're going there, Consider spending that extra few seconds or a minute 
asking how the cashier's day is doing or if you see an old lady or an old man in the, and they're on their own doing their shopping, um, ask them how their day's doing. A lot of us walk by people and we just, we just say, oh, morning, morning. And even then, a lot of people in society don't even accept that and they're head down walking, oh, I'm on my own way, I'm doing my own business. Blah, blah, blah. But that, but that sort of small, seems like an insignificant thing to do, but it actually, it pays it forward because you could raise a smile in that person's mind, oh, somebody cares enough to say hello and how's my day doing? And I did it today outside, outside your place. There's an old fella sat on the bench there and having a cigarette with his dog after I'd been to the shop. And I got out of the car and I talked to him for a couple of minutes, you know, cognizant that dinner was on, lunch, and I was like quite hungry but spent that extra few moments. I try and do that with as many people as I can because my, this might be a naive look at things, I suppose, but I'd like to think that that person would then go off and pay that forward somehow and the next stranger he sees would, you know, raise a smile and, and give a bit there. And that for me is how it can start, and especially within yourself as well, because you'll feel good about, you know, potentially raising a smile. And don't get me wrong, society is, you know, can be, depends where you live, I suppose, of idiots that would probably rip your head off for just even looking at them but it's worth it not getting your head ripped off it's worth it raising a smile and saying good morning to people and that's like uh, how's your day doing what are you up to today and sorry no no i was gonna say that's like stepping out of your comfort zone big time for some yeah some it's a natural thing take a leap yeah it's like a real stepping out of somewhere that and doing something that is kind of scary but positive and all that said, if you are a, a loner and you want to sit at home and do your own thing, and but it still interests you and you want... Why are you a loner if you're sitting at home? I don't think you're necessarily a loner. Well, yeah, I suppose. I mean, that's probably another... another <laughs> that's the idiot of me speaking, like, generalising, yeah. being generalised. So the point is, I'm trying to make... <laughs> but if you... Uh, Steady on! Yeah. If you were... Just pulling you up there. If you, <laughs> if you were to ground yourself through breathing techniques, we just go around the table quickly and what's your favourite breathing technique? What's your go-to? Um, for suddenly arriving back in my body is actually breathing up from the ground and then breathing quite a hard breath back down to the ground and it just pulls me into the earth. I'm suddenly present. And it just one is it? One breath? Um, it, do you know one can actually make a whole lot of difference? A bit like a... Oh, that is powerful. Oof. You can't see this, but it is quite a powerful thing to observe. To be um, fair. Yeah, I'm suddenly I feel like my brain, chem my body chemistry has changed just yeah, from I that one breath. Yeah. Just from that one breath. What I was going to say is that the ripple effect, it's like what you were describing was the ripple effect. Yes. Um, and on an energetic front, as I do healing and we talked about spirituality and it's in the room, that that is used in the room um but yeah on an energetic front the ripples is how i see it like there's the ripple of energy and that you know everyone knows if you put put positive thoughts out then it you know that's you know you get that back or you know there's that sense of if you put what you put out you get back but yeah there's a real sense of um it just ripples and it ripples and it ripples yeah mm -hmm. and i love that that's what mm -hmm. it feels like it's what's, just like what's your favorite just a smile what's okay what's my favorite breathing breathing okay sorry yeah uh well i kind of said it that kind of i think i, I had the word and I, with me i'm quite i visualize i see a lot as well so it, when, if i do literally say 
breathe out of it either in my head or as I do it quite a lot out loud. It must be a bit boring for those I live with. <laughs> Not at all. It's a good reminder. Thank you. Um, <laughs> become a household Breathe out. <laughs> I'm doing actions. I'm doing a lot of armography, you can't see, but I'm breathing up to the sky and down to the earth. And, and for me, because I work with chakras as well, so the crown chakra, which is located on the crown, the top of the head, as you breathe up, really having a sense of that opening for me is really powerful in allowing energy and then breathing down energy in that can that's new and that can can um, change and support you and letting out what does not what doesn't support you just loving it but letting it go letting it go into the earth almost like compost to be kind of yeah composted and recycled upcycled and grow new roses yes Yes. Hmm. So that's. That, yeah. That, how does that sound? Yeah, no, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's cool. I mean, some people probably go, what? Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's that leap, isn't it? So I'd say that uh, I like the. the There's this, like a special force, and Navy SEALs use this a lot, actually, where they, they'll breathe in very heavily and very deeply for four seconds, hold it for a count of seven, and then breathe out for eight or nine seconds deliberately and very, very slowly but only do it maybe three or four times because you, you, you probably start feeling really, really dizzy. And if and if the counting is too much, you can imagine um, a rectangle on its side and the short edge is your your um, your your breath in and the long edge is, so the top long edge would be you holding and then out and then in and then repeat that cycle going around. But there's variations on it, isn't there? And it's whatever works for the individual. But the important thing is, from what I'm learning, is to breathe. Like to that ground. vital life force energy. Yeah. What that is, is ignited and, you know, and if that's feeling like, I see it like a flame inside me sometimes. And I, if I'm visualising it when I'm feeling wobbled or a bit like I need to get in touch with my resources. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, I need to, so like, almost like that breath, just like, like you blow into a fire and you can just, you know, Night, the embers can it's that that sense of like reigniting yes because i you know so you know look everyone know what that feels like to have low life force energy mm. and then in those moments of like even if it's just fleeting and some people you know on some level it's like when that's the difference it's good to help yourself with the breath i've got the really clear image now of a gas boiler with the pilot light on and then when, the, when you oh, turn it on that woof the woof. Yeah. Yeah, that woof. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and, and also simply the pause. Simply the just taking yourself out of whatever drama you're in. Because it sounds like you'll be in some kind of drama if you need to, if you're losing. Yes. Even if it's just the rhetoric that's going on in your own head. Yeah. Just to pause, take yourself out of all time and space. Mm. Out of all stories, out of all everything, into the space of mm. zero. Again, if, even if it's just for four seconds. Yes. And not it's expecting anything of yourself. No. Within that, that nothing is like, nothing necessarily needs to change. Like, that's just so liberating. It's like, nothing needs to change. Nothing, nothing needs to change. I'm just like that observing. And then it does, because you, you've done that. <laughs> uh -huh. And then you can sit there and work out what your inner resources are. Yeah, mm. in that moment, perhaps, dig deep. Get back to nature. Oh. 
grounding Ooh, and the resources. Now you're talking. I mean, yeah, along the along the subject matter, like in the resources of this particular mm. episode. Yes. I, personally, I found over the last year, eighteen months, that just going back to nature and that's when I feel most grounded. And granted, that a lot of people mm. live in um, urban city areas, but. There's parks. Every mm. every count. They're all mandated. All cities are mandated to have green spaces, green parks, green areas. You know, mm-hmm. and I would say, from my limited perspective, granted, but to go out and literally sit in nature. If you sit under a tree down the local park, if you're lucky enough to have woods, go and sit there and give yourself that that space. That even if it's ten minutes, if you can do more, great. If you can do it up to an hour, you'll pay dividends and you'll feel amazing afterwards. Take your shoes and socks off. Put your feet on the earth. I, I've actually learned that this weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a bit, a bit weird about my feet, toenails and stuff. Just freaks me out. <laughs> That's why. So the, the, these two angels are walking along. We did some walks this weekend, and uh, you know, bare feet, um, uh, just tr- trudging through God knows what. And I'm sat there all lickied out thinking, oh no, I'm not going to have my feet. But it, but I know it works because I, I, I've seen other, others do it and you guys do it as well. Uh, the fact, if it doesn't work, if you're getting barefoot and, or indeed getting tetanus, um, just <laughs> go, and, go, and, uh, go and hug a tree or something. And I know that people say, oh, tree huggers, but literally the most grounded you can get. And bear in mind, my, my perspective is from that of a layman if you like with regards source and everything else i'm looking at i look at it from an objective perspective and i know for a fact that when i've hugged a tree or been in nature i felt great afterwards that's a fact yay yeah it does yeah, work amazing. i swam in a river today Ooh. i felt completely out of resources and quite floppy <laughs> and vacant and had this vague sense that i wasn't living at my full livingness um, and was trying to parent simultaneously and I had nothing to give. I was being a very, um, what's the word when you're not doing, lethargic parent and uh, yeah, so dived in the local river. Well, should we wrap it up there? Beautiful. Is there any, mm. anything more to add? Mm. Again, she's connection. glowing by the way for tr- jumping in the river. I, I can yeah. tell you, she's, she's a changed woman. So these simple things rather, especially in this world where we can feel lonely and we can feel isolated away from humans, especially over the last year and a bit, however long it's been. Um, a tree, the earth, some natural water. It's just about forming that connection to the greater world. It's very important. Yeah. Mm. So thanks for tuning in. This has been about inner resources. Um, we've We've waffled, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you've got something to you can take away from it. Um, from my perspective, you've got to discover your own inner resource, and whatever that means for you, hold on to it. Take your take your small wins and see them actually as big wins, and keep surging and moving forwards. And find your true power. Go around the table. Helen, anything to add? I think that's beautiful. I think um, all has been said. I think less is more. Sometimes in life, always. That's, that's what she said. Less is more. <laughs> Literally, she just said that. <laughs> I'm not going to say it again. Kim? It's true. Um, she said it, beautifully. Yeah. But... I think we said it all. All right, well, this has been Two Angels and an Idiot. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. <laughs> 
And we'll be back, back next week with some another random topic for you to digest, absorb, and hopefully take something away from. We've Thanks. enjoyed ourselves. I hope you delight. have too. Delight. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.